0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: I wanted to talk to you about the number two overall pick. Okay. And we actually have people waiting on, on hold, so we'll get to them. 800 636 1067. After I've logged into the computer, so I know who you are. Mm-hmm. But as far as the second pick goes, I actually want to have a conversation of where we are with what should happen with that if they get the pick. Mm-hmm. This is the first time you and I can talk about this where it looks like they're going to have pick number two. So I think, and nobody's holding anyone to this. Like, this is how we feel on January 2nd, 2024. I've still got a lot of studying to do. My studying is less me watching film, more me watching clips with also mostly, frankly, talking to people around the league that I trust for information. But I've got a lot of research I need to do into Caleb Williams. I got a lot of research I still want to do into Caleb, uh, into Drake Drake May, May. And, and you know everybody else at the top of the draft board. The very little bit of Drake May I've watched, and I went back and, and rewatched a few of their games in uh their entirety last week. I, I told you this. I see Justin Herbert's skill set there. I am really interested in Drake May at number two overall. But here's what I'm gonna tell you. The only thing they can do, I think, that as of this moment that would annoy me would be to trade up. I have no interest in trading up to one to take Caleb Williams. If they're at two and May goes one, and Williams is there, take him. Great. No problem. I think trade-ups barely ever work. They almost never work for bad teams that need a lot. Mm. The history speaks for itself on this. There are clubs that are good, like the Chiefs, when they traded up for Mahomes, stashed them for a year while Alex Smith played at a Pro Bowl level.
2: Yeah, playoff team that's making a a future-looking
1: move. Sure. The Bills traded up for Josh Allen a little bit. Mm -hmm. A year after they made the playoffs with Tyrod Taylor, I think it was. Like, they played a really tough game against, was it Jacksonville in the playoffs before they went to the AFC title game? Like, that was a pretty good squad, right? I'm not saying it's never worked, but a bad team with a bad roster that needs a lot trading up almost always doesn't work. So you've started to see people kind of clamoring for, well, you only have to trade up one or two picks. Absolutely not. You're giving up a future one. I'm I'm not in that business. So re- whether it's trading back and getting a boatload taking a quarterback right at two, moving back a few picks and taking Bowers or a tackle or something. I could talk myself into anything, even though my preference would be Drake May at two. But let's say May goes one, now Caleb Williams at two. All of that works for me. The one thing, the one strong opinion I have, I guess, this morning, Mm -hmm. early in January, still a lot of work out in front of me, like the rest of us have, is I do not want to trade up. I think that is a fool's errand. And it just so rarely works.
2: So go back four years. Um, we thought we kind of had something established here. We sort of knew what was going on. Haskins had played well towards the end of 2019 or relatively well. It shown some growth. And there was a, hey, this is worth the experiment. This is worth pursuing. Let's kind of see what happens. Then the fan base was split. Some liked it. Some didn't. Some of the building were split and whatever. But I said at the time, this new regime, turns out it's just Ron Rivera and some of his buddies, if they wanted to go quarterback, they should be allowed to. Whatever they want is what they should be allowed to do. And they showed us what they wanted to do, and they failed miserably. I can't wait till they're gone. This new regime, whomever it happens to be, gets the same carte blanche from me, right? Whatever they think is best. Now, if it's me, if you're asking me my opinion, this is a very simple axiom. If you are in the market for a quarterback and you're at the top of the draft board, you take a quarterback and you don't worry about it. You just do that. You do, the, you do your best. Some guys hit, some guys miss. Sometimes it's a CJ Stroud, Bryce Young situation. You wish you had flipped them. Whatever. You do your best because that's the most important thing you can't figure. If you can't figure that out, the rest is a waste of time. If you're not in the quarterback market for some reason, they should be, by the way. But if they're not, please trade back. Please stockpile all the assets. That's the, when everyone wants to tell me about how much of a crapshoot the draft is, you're right. That's why we've got economics. That's why we've got stats to back this up. We should have learned our lesson all the way back in 2020. If you're not going to take a quarterback right there, there's no such thing. There may be a generational player here and there, but it's not who you think it is. It's a crapshoot. The math is on your side if you acquire a whole bunch more picks within the first couple of days over multiple years. That gives you your best chance to build a really good roster. So to me, they should 100% be taking a quarterback and going elsewhere with their huge amount of salary cap space and flexibility they have to build the rest of the roster. That's where I would start, those. the QB So you're position. just
1: staying put at two and taking whoever doesn't go one. Very easy for me. Yeah. That's the C.J. Stroud Texans plan. That's my corollary there, yeah. Obviously, it worked out beautifully. I mean, a lot of people say, Caleb Williams is such a great prospect, go get him. I just don't subscribe to trading up very often. And it's not to say I never would, but when you're this close to the top as it is, what's the gap really between Williams and May? How sure are we? I mean, it's such an inexact science. Mm -hmm. Can't miss, frequently misses, right? So... I, whatever number of options there are i'm putting trading up to one the least of them if the new gm and the new head coach absolutely love a guy and they're like we we got to get him we can't risk another team taking him we think this is a hall of famer we hate the other guy if we stay put we wouldn't even take him if he's there i guess i could talk myself into it but it'd be my least favorite outcome begrudgingly yeah This moment right now, I guess my hope would be they stay put at two. I don't think there's a bad option between the two as a prospect, but I would hope someone trades up a boatload to go get Caleb Williams and then Drake May sitting right there for you. And he is kind of what I think he looks like on tape, which is Justin Herbert-ish in terms of athleticism and arm strength and tools. And he can become that type of prospect. By the way, uh, this was a Jeremy Fowler tweet. Earlier today, the ESPN reporter, he said, according to his league sources that he's talking to, he thinks the the current value for Justin Fields of the Bears would be a second or a third-round pick. Mm -hmm. They have the number one pick, obviously. So they have to decide, do we want Caleb Williams or do we want to stick with Fields? What can we get for the number one overall pick? What can we get for Fields? And and have that conversation internally. Well, according to Fowler, the Bears can get more – then the Panthers traded them last year to go up to get Bryce Young. Man. Because it's Caleb Williams, which was a massive package. Multiple firsts. You know, DJ Moore, yep. remember, which took away a lot of the draft pick compensation. Mm-hmm. And that could even be from a team in the top five. I'm thinking a team like New England or something. You know, back end of the top five. Atlanta. Trades a, uh, Atlanta trades a couple future firsts and seconds. And if that's the case, there's no reason to compete with that. You just let them trade the world. Mm-hmm. Go get the player. I'd imagine it'd be for Williams, but I guess it could be for May. And then you sit at number two and take the player. Uh, But I I guess worst case for me is the trade-up. And as of this moment, my preference would be you sit at two and May falls into your lap. Yeah. And i take him.
2: That's how I would do it. I mean, to me, the trade-up should be reserved for teams like Buffalo, Kansas City, who who really are a piece or two away. Yes. Right? Like, Kansas City's fatal fall right now is what? You all listening know the answer. And to be clear,
1: Danny meant at the time when they, not now, But like when the Bills traded up for Allen, they needed a quarterback and they were a good team. right? When the Chiefs traded up for Mahomes, they had Smith, but they thought there was a ceiling there. But it was a Super Bowl caliber operation around him as he was a pro bowler. Like, those are the teams that it makes sense to trade up. See, San Francisco, by the way, they traded up for Lance. Now, like most trade-ups, it blew up in their face. It just so happened that the roster around him has been so good that Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy have been able... To get them to Super Bowl contention.
2: No, I mean like this year right now, Kansas City should go from twenty four to eleven. Trade with the Raiders to get a uh, Dunze from, I from you Washington. Meant to take a quarterback. No, I don't mean gotcha. that. I mean like like hey, I'm I'm moving up to to get this one piece that we really really need instead of just sort of hanging out and dealing with wide receiver seven or left tackle six or or whatever. I'm gonna go get that one piece because my window is right now. If your window is not right now, and self evaluation, which has been missing from this place, talking about Washington for decades if you look at your group and go we're close i'll start to entertain the option of a trade up they haven't been that's to your point it's been folly where you give up future assets and
1: bet big on one thing when you weren't one thing away yeah you just need too much i mean if you even to go from 2 to 1 and it would probably be 3 or 4 to 1 at that point if you're trading up you're talking about a starting left tackle that you draft you know a starting edge on the cheap possibly your tight end weapon like those three picks plus another several mid-round value type selections. No, thank you. Uh, but let's uh, take your temperature. eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. 1067 after this past weekend. Now a 69% chance that the Commanders would pick second overall. What would you... Give us an idea of your thought process. What are you thinking about possibly having picked number two?